Philly, you are so wonderful and interesting. You deserve a local news podcast all your own. Check out the John Cast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. Hey, it's Matt Leon, the Villanova University women's basketball team putting together a great season. Wildcats are 17 and 7 overall. They sit at 11 and 4 in the Big East. And last week they turned everyone's head with an impressive 72-69 win in Hartford against then number 8 UConn. Caught up with Villanova head coach Denise Dillon this week as her team prepares for Sunday's home game against DePaul. We talk about what's working for her squad these days, what that UConn win means for the program, and much, much more. Give a listen. So first, let's kind of take a 30,000-foot view, uh, 17-7, and 11-4 in the conference, uh, a head-turning win this past week against UConn. How are you feeling about how the, the, the growth this team's made, the progress this group has made this season? Yeah, well, you said it, the progress. Uh, really pleased. Uh, it, it was a tough start for us. And I think some of our uh, players were surprised by that and, and a little concerned. Uh, we had talked about putting together a very challenging non-league schedule to prepare us for the Big East. And seeing where we are right now, it did just that. Uh, you know, we had a Princeton, so it was a tough loss here. And then uh, at Maryland, uh, you know, and then just putting together an, another large uh, swing of, of tough games without Maddie Seacrest was another challenge for this group. Uh, losing a couple players to COVID uh, was was tough. So we got everybody back at the right time. And uh, getting Maddie back, you see the numbers since her return, and that just shows her impact uh, on the court. I think she impacted the game greatly off the floor as well when she was out, just helping some of the younger players uh, get ready and her learning. But uh, where we stand right now, I, I'm extremely proud of this group. Uh, just what January and February has looked like uh, is is great. It's putting us in a great position um, on the national scale. And uh, yeah, can't get enough of um, comments about the the UConn win. So uh, we're trying to take that and. Uh, bring us to another level. That's what we wanted. You talk about getting everybody back and getting your, your full slate of players. Was there a moment where past just having the bodies available, where you really started to feel like it all started moving in the same direction of practice or, or a game where you just, it started to look like you thought it could look. Yes. Uh, and it was, it was quick. I mean, it, without players being available uh, with the practices leading up to that, uh, right after Christmas, right before the new year, that the two game swing with Seton Hall and St. John's, uh, you could feel like what our potential was. They weren't pretty games, but we found a way to win them. And I think that just showed uh, some resiliency from this this group. Uh, and I say this young group because the reality is uh, we have five freshmen. We have eight underclassmen. We only have four upperclassmen. So uh, them just getting it together. Uh, and then pra- we were able to have consistent practices uh, leading up to the the next stretch of games. But you say Big East basketball is, is extremely tough and there's no night off and you have uh, that Friday, Sunday stretch. Uh, so you're working, but every, every game we have played, it's as if these players uh, want to get back some of those um, games we didn't 
get the win, you know, at Creighton early. And then we got it back here at Providence early, got it back here. Um, wanted to make up for a couple of those other losses. As I told them, you know, you got that UConn win Marquette right after that made up for a couple of those um, early losses. You mentioned Maddie Seacrest and uh, we were talking off the air. She's putting up video game numbers mm-hmm. um, and she can do it all. Score inside, can shoot the three, hits her fouls, obviously can rebound. Just kind of for people that aren't familiar with her game, kind of break her down and why she's so special. Yeah, uh, she is. She is special. Uh, just there's so many pieces of her game um, that she has has built upon. I mean, she talked about when she got here, she wasn't really a three point shooter. Uh, she just shoots with such range uh, with ease, even with the the line moving back this year, you know, she just continued uh, to work on that. Um, Maddie just, she, she wants to be the best and she brings that every day. And it's not just in the time that we have uh, of our practice slides. She's in the gym. She has figured out her schedule uh, to allow her that extra time of shooting, just the muscle memory of, uh, her shots, like she's doing the same way each and every time, uh, but wanting to add something each year to her game because uh, she wants to play at the next level. So she embraces uh, the challenges and uh, different workouts with different people uh, in the summer. Uh, a big challenge was telling her like working one-on-one against the guys, as opposed to, you know, just uh, against our team, just so she could elevate her game. She bought into that. So it, added some uh, moves and, and different strength to her game, but she's just, she's an everyday worker. And, you know, you do see it, Matt, with the the scoring and the rebounding, but uh, I just feel she impacts the game in so many other ways. She has found a way to uh, control the possession without being the guard with the basketball. And that's, that's an impressive thing uh, for a player because, you know, we talk about some great players, uh, in the country and in the league, we talk about Paige Beckers for sure. Like the ball is in her hands the majority of the time. So she's creating the play for herself or her team where Maddie has recognized like, okay, how can I help my team out? Even when I'm not the one with the ball or creating, just being a better screener, um, you know, continuing to move without the basketball because they're drawn uh, to her and drawn that attention. So that, that I think has been extremely impressive in the growth of her uh, game this year. And to that point, when you have someone with that skill set and kind of that understanding of what she brings to the table, how much fun is that from a coaching standpoint, from a game plan standpoint? Because that's you can kind of go next level strategy when you've got someone that's a star who has that kind of awareness. Absolutely. Uh, and, and that's been the, the difference of last year and this year. You know, last year, I think we uh, we, we had a, a great year considering it was my first year in the whole transition of new coach and uh, players dealing with COVID. Uh, but we, we fought real hard to win games and, and they weren't pretty, you know, but you find a way where this year they're still fighting the same, but uh, just as you said, with Maddie's understanding and ability, it, it allows uh, a different perspective it allows us to even focus more so on that defensive end is what needs to be done, knowing the offense is a little bit cleaner uh, because of, you know, a number of players and just their, their understanding of the game, but um, how Maddie's playing and the pace that she's setting. Uh, you know, I say with the Marquette game, uh, I, I knew that was going to be an extremely tough game. And all we continued to ask the players was like, just battle through, let's keep it a possession game. This is a possession game down the stretch. Like we're in good shape. Cause in my head, I'm thinking we have Maddie Seacrest, <laughs> like, you know, 
Uh, she's going to do everything and anything uh, to give you a chance to win if we have that last possession. And crazily, it it worked just like that. You mentioned the UConn win. We've talked a little bit about it kind of in, but let's focus in on that. I mean, it's obviously an important win. You went in Hartford against UConn and then supported the moment. But that seems to be the type of win that, that kind of is kind of a statement for a team that we are here. Mm-hmm. And we were talking, this was not a wild game three at the buzzer and you run off into the lot. You were able to hold them off the entire place up in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Uh, how important is that victory kind of for the kids in the moment and in the big picture of the program? Absolutely. It, it's huge. And again, I think when we have time to talk about it and reflect uh, upon what the significance of that win means for our program, uh, it will even it, gain more um, credit. Uh we had said like when I got here and just the conversations with our coaches and with our players, like we're not going to be satisfied with um, you know, a 500 season. Like we're, we want more, we're going to demand it. And, but we'll be fair throughout that demand, but you're capable of so much. And again, just seeing some of the pieces that we, we had coming in and knowing we we're going to add a few more with a freshman class and want to continue to elevate the program with uh, recruiting. That's a big part of it. So for this team to do that in this quickly is really impressive. It shows their buy-in to wanting to be on the national stage. Uh, it shows Maddie Seacrest ability and uh, she should be in, in those national conversations. Uh, and that's why I said, I think that gets lost. You know, people try and say, well, she wasn't a highly recruited player because she wasn't the McDonald's all American and all of that. But Hey, I think they're some of the best ones, the ones who continue to develop and want to prove that they're at the top. She is uh, a national player candidate. So uh, I'm happy to see that she's leading us to that level and all of her teammates are playing uh, within their ability, but playing hard enough that they're exceeding some of those uh, early expectations. So this is, yeah, a big one to say, Hey, we, we want to elevate program and, uh, yeah, continue to be in that national conversation. And th- that game certainly got our name out there quickly. And I thought maybe not as impressive, but pretty close. You know what? 48 hours later, mm-hmm. you turn around. Because after a win like that, and you guys were everywhere on the national discussion, you know, social media, uh, you would see a lot of teams maybe come out flat the next game because it's tough, even against a very good market, it, you know, and you're, kids found a way to win that game and it goes to overtime like that what does that tell you about the group kind of even past beating uh a team like UConn to follow it up and not have the letdown and and get the win against Marquette yeah yeah I think it it showed uh their competitiveness I had the opportunity to talk um prior to one of the games as to why I feel this team is is succeeding uh as the group that they are. And I said, it's, you know, from day one, we brought all of our freshmen in, in June, um, because they, a lot of them missed last season. They didn't even have much of a senior year. Uh, we didn't have a, a preseason and postseason with my first group here, the first team. So we felt that the summer was so important, uh, to get these guys together, working it out. And Matt, from day one, like their competitiveness, our freshmen came in here, like they came in with 
on a mission. They're like, okay, what needs to be done? We're here. We're ready to play. We're ready to work. And I think that just elevated the the level a little faster than maybe anyone had anticipated. And I appreciate that. I recognize it. I commend them. I said to our freshmen, like, you may not be getting you know, minutes that you want, but you're just as great a part of this as anyone, you know, and I bring that into the sophomore class as well, like, but you're seeing a lot of minutes from Lior Garzon, but with Bella Runyon and uh, Kylie Swider, just their commitment has been tremendous. So it's contagious. You know that like when uh, players compete like that, it becomes contagious and they just, you know, they, they fight for it every day. I think I appreciate our practices. We um, talk about Brianna Hurley. I mean, she's a six-year grad student and she shows up every practice like it's her first practice that's that's a tough task like to get your mindset like that so um her teammates see like well she's not letting up she's not looking for a break so of course we're going to do this and then they get some results so of course they want to see they want to see it continue to happen and they're understanding as to why it's happening uh and that was i think the reason we were able to get that Marquette game because of uh, just that commitment to the everyday and, you know, things will take care of themselves if you just prepare. Focus for the home stretch here, the regular season and the postseason. What are you, what are you kind of honing in on either X and O or mentally, emotionally with this group for the the final push here? Yeah, well, uh, works out nicely this week that we have a bye that we're, so we're playing Sunday and preparing for a great team in DePaul. Um, Played out at their place uh, without Brianna Hurley, Christina Dulcie. So without a couple post players, uh, Zanai Jones, um, and one of our guards. So I appreciate how this team wants to do whatever they can to get it back. Uh, I think we're in a good position in that game, but missed. Like we didn't capitalize uh, by making shots. So uh, just counting on them to stick with what they know, stick with what we're doing uh, and try and uh, get our last home game, especially for, you know, Brianna Hurley, our uh, six-year grad student, uh, Mackenzie Gardler, a senior as well. So you're counting on them to play uh, for those guys. And then we hit, we hit the road. Our last three are on the road. So we'll worry about them when we get to them. I think that's the other thing. This team has been really good about just uh, focusing in on where they are in the moment and, you know, all attention is on on us and what we need to do against, as I said, a great DePaul team. And how about Doug Bruno getting in, getting the nod for the Hall of Fame? So I'm going against some great ones. That's where you're most challenged, Matt. These coaches are legit. <laughs> and that will do it for this bonus episode of One on One. Many thanks to Denise Dillon for taking the time to talk. Wildcats game with DePaul on Sunday. That's a 2 p.m. tip-off at the Pavilion. You can follow the show on Twitter at one on one pod You can follow me on Twitter as well at MattLeon1060. Thanks so much for listening.